The American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And a terrific Tuesday, October 26th to everyone. This is Christy Crespin. I am facilitating the ACB, ACB History Book Discussion Group. And we have with us this morning as our host, Herbie Allen. And our, are you streaming, uh, Larry? Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And our streamer, Larry Gassman. Thank you to both. And Herbie, if you wouldn't mind giving the uh, spiel for muting, unmuting, and raising hands, etc. Yes, indeed. And first of all, I just want to make sure everybody is aware that this room is being recorded for security purposes. These uh, recordings, unless calls are being podcasted, are held for internal purposes only in the event that something is reported to ACB and they need to investigate. If you would like to participate, you can raise your hand on the PC. It is Alt-A on the Mac. It is I'm sorry, Alt-Y on the Mac. It is Option-Y on your smartphone. It is under the More Options, the More button, excuse me. And if you're dialing in via telephone, it is Star 9. To mute and unmute on the PC, it is Alt-A, the Mac, Command-Shift-A. On your iPhone, it is on the left iPads, it may be towards more of the middle at the top. And on your telephone keypad, it is star six to mute and unmute. Thank you. And we may be having some people like me, not today, but I know that people can come on with your BrailleSense 6. And that's pretty awesome. Uh, that is uh, definitely, and I would imagine Android commands would apply in that respect. You can also do it with yeah. the L Braille, just like a regular oh. computer. So almost a lot of note takers that are being made today can do that. Isn't that awesome? Yep. Wow. Technology. History. History being made. So um, some of you uh, were on the call on October 12th when we basically concluded the reading of People of Vision, A History of the American Council of the Blind by James J. McGivern and Marjorie L. McGivern. And it was copyright 19, um, 2003 by ACB. And um, it is available in Bard and Bookshare and on the um, from the mini mall on a an SD card, I guess now. Um, and the cool thing about buying the book because you get the document is that uh, you can look up things like names and um, how to spell things pretty quickly. 
So I really like that. If you haven't read that book, I encourage you to read it. We also have the discussion. Um, how would someone get hold of those archived? They're all on. They're all podcasts. They're all up on the ACB uh, website in terms of podcasts. So it, all you have to do is and, go to the search feature and, and search for podcasts and look up People of Vision, and they're all there. That's awesome. And Thank just you. so you know, you have a raised hand. Okay. Matt, you may unmute. Hello. Uh, Good. Uh, yes, I can. We can. Okay. Great. Um, thank you very much for having this call. This is my first time on the call. Um, Welcome. Ask if, uh, if, uh, if people track the number of books and the, the titles of the books they read, uh, I, I'd like to recommend uh, an app. It's called Goodreads, uh, G-O-O-D. R-E-A-D-S, and it's, uh, I, I have vision, so I, I'm able to see. Uh, I'm not sure if, if it's accessible for other people. It is. It's a great app because it's okay. It is. So uh, you, you can um, input the, the books uh, that you read so you can keep track of the dates and times, and if you're, if you're inclined to provide a review of the books. Oh, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you yeah. for uh, thank you. Goodreads and both Android and uh, iOS. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there a cost for it? No, it's absolutely free. It's owned by Amazon. All right. Oh, okay. Good old Amazon. All right. Okay. So, um, so we had on October twelfth a discussion panel by five of our. Four of our past presidents um, and our present current president, and we were sorry that we weren't able to have Oral Miller on, but we 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 definitely you know hold him in high regard and and missed him on the call, but we understand how things can go. Uh, but I'd like to find out first of all. If anyone has any last thoughts or comments about the people of vision, um, about the panel discussion that we had last week, um, thoughts, feelings, things that you would like to address. I just want to currently not seeing any raised hands. All right. I just want to say that after that conversation with Dan and uh, Chris and Mitch, um, Paul, Kim, um, I, my heart was so full. Uh, It actually happened kind of at the last minute. Because I had invited people, and Chris was the only one I had heard from. Mitch said that he was going to be out. He may not have been um, able to come except for maybe at the end. Uh, Kim was going to be at work and wasn't sure she was going to make it for very long. And it turned out that um, Sheila Young had uh, texted Paul. 
because I, I had sent to Paul and Dan and didn't hear anything. And she texted them and everybody just came on the call. So I was really surprised, uh, happily so. And then the way everybody discussed, it sounded like to me, like people had already prepared ahead of time, but I know they didn't. Everything was basically on the cuff, ad-libbed, and I was astounded at the, the beauty of that whole call. I had been very nervous, as I, like I am today. I was extremely nervous, wondering how things were going to go, and I couldn't believe it. And after the call ended, I, I was just so amazed and so thankful. Um, and, and just had a a heart full of love for ACB and our leaders. And just so you know, you do now have two raised hands. Okay. Debbie. Okay. Debbie. Oh, the audio now. Mm-hmm. You're good. I, okay, I forgot the got it button. Uh-huh. I I agree, Christy. It was to me, uh, it was fabulous. Um, and the, the thing that was it stood out to me, and, and like you said, it really did sound like they had kind of compared notes ahead of time. You know, but, but again, I'm sure they didn't. But but what was what stood out to me is the way that each of them had such a, such a high degree of respect for, for the agency, for the history, and for the heritage that they were each stepping into so that, so that they each knew where everything was, but also then had a grasp on what their job was to, to take the agency uh, uh, forward, um, you know, in improving the lives of people with vision loss you know, in uh, in their personal lives and in in our national setting, um, but they they each they each had a role um, in in improving uh, ACB, and that was that was pretty interesting to see how that played out. So, thank you so much for doing that. Well, thank you, Debbie and Matt. Matt, star six to unmute. Hello. Um, uh, uh, Christy had mentioned something uh, uh, asking for feedback. I was just wondering if she could elucidate more about uh, uh, what she was looking for as far as feedback. Well, just people's, you know, if you were on that call, I, I, I know some people were on the, on the call on the 12th, and I just was uh, wanting to hear thoughts, ideas appreciations um okay i i wasn't on the call so okay so yeah so um, so hopefully hopefully i we made you curious and you'll go and look for the podcast and and you'll listen to it all right we do have two more raised hands okay oh sorry there i didn't realize you were not done um i do apologize okay larry so actually the I've said this before, and I've said it on a multitude of calls because it just depends on what I'm addressing. 
But uh-huh. what uh, what Debbie said is absolutely correct. But I still maintain that no matter what you do in life, if you don't have passion for the subject you're discussing, you may do fine, but that passion brings out a little extra in you. And all of these people have an inordinate amount of passion. You can tell I've had conversations with almost all of them. And even in those conversations when we're discussing things, the passion is very evident. Um, and it's even more amazing with somebody like Kim who was working still and was still able to do her job as ACB vice president. I don't envy anybody wanting to do that because that job in and of itself is a full-time job. But well, pe- she was working with the ACB presidency yep. as well. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing, but but the passion yeah. is very evident. If you go back and listen, if you missed the call, if you go back and listen, there's passion that just exudes from yes. all of these people. And all of them love this organization, wanted to see it go forward. And they did it in a multitude of ways. Uh, maybe philosophically, maybe one person's way of doing it was a little different than the others. But they all had one thing in common is they wanted to see the organization move forward. Uh, and, and so that passion is incredibly important to do that. And they never stopped. And it was an exceptional hour. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Chanel. All right. So I heard part of the presentation and it was so neat that, yes, you know, you, Sheila was able to help you get all the presidents there. And it was just neat to hear from, I have not finished the book. I really, really need to. I start things speaking of finding a passion or trying to find a passion, but I do need to finish. And yes, it, you could tell it was really neat just kind of learning about how as the years progressed, it seemed like there was just more going on. They were accomplishing, well, I don't know if it's say more but just you know just it was just neat to kind of hear that panorama of history Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah i i don't know a whole lot of the subject i'm not i think it's very neat that they're starting a new committee the history and archives committee or something i'm not quite sure if i have the name right but it was great to be able to hear all the presidents and um yeah thank you thank you and beth beth I knew I'd hear from you. When I saw your name on the participant list, Beth, I said, oh, she doesn't have a Yeah, name. I am. <laughs> you Welcome. mean me? Beth from yeah. New Mexico? Yeah. Because there's two other Beths. No, that's not I... <laughs> No, there's another Beth, too, from yeah. Iowa, I think. Yeah. But um, I like, I enjoyed the, the book, and also I loved that call from the the past president's and stuff like that because um like I've always said this this is a state where we weren't told too much about ACB. We knew about it, but then in in uh, nineteen seventy nine or what around that time they um they they kind of got rid of not got rid of it, but yeah, they kind of um squelched A C B and so a lot of a lot of stuff wasn't to us in school, you know, and 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 stuff. Now I I was good friends with Gene Bobin, and he's like, no, there'll never be another chapter started in New Mexico. And I'm like, oh, don't say that. And and, and um, do you have a chapter in New Mexico of ACB? We do, but it's not that strong of one. Our president, I don't know why. Uh, okay, so so they're a husband and wife team, right? So what so what we're going to do? 
is we're going to focus on asking for strength and we're going to ask the ACB board to hone in on recruitment and working with New Mexico to get y'all stronger. But, um, I think we need new, new leadership in there because she doesn't seem to want to reach out to okay. or her husband. So, so, but we're not going to talk about what someone is doing or not doing. What we want right. to do is learn and move ahead and, and focus on what, what we can do. And so reaching out to the board like, is a good thing. Okay. And like the president, the presidents that talked, I want the, you could tell that they really did like JCB. They wanted to succeed. They wanted to move forward. And that's what I want as well mm-hmm. with our chapter and, um, and with the uh, national, you know, ACB, I, because there's a lot of spirit of camaraderie here in ACB yes. and it, it's just democracy and I like it. And, and, um, I really wanted to move forward and to succeed for future generations. I think there's a lot they could benefit from. And a lot that we can lose if we lose momentum. Yeah. And just so you know, Beth, you are currently the only one on the call. In the event that any more Beths do join, I will make sure if, uh, when I have to call on any of you that I distinguish between the, which one. So there is no confusion. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Okay. Any, any more discussion, any more comment? We move on to our next topic. Okay. Hearing none. Um, I would like to, um, I would like to find out a couple of things. So, I left it to my own discretion based on the comments um, about the unseen minority, a history of blindness in the United States by Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, initial A, last name Kessler, K-O-E-S-T-L-E-R, Copyright 1976, and again in 2004, by the American Foundation for the Blind. And uh, I chose this book because of how often it was mentioned in um, the People of Vision book, and because people on the call had basically said, you know, this is a a very um, prominent book in in the life of the blind in the United States. So that's why I chose that book to read, and I'm hoping we will get people on board to read. Again, it's available on Bard and in Bookshare. I downloaded it on my Victor in both Bookshare and Bard. And I downloaded it on my Braille Sense 6 so that I can read it in Braille. Um, so that I can at least look at the table of contents for y'all. It is a long book, but it goes pretty quickly. 
um, I have started developing the habit of when I get on my treadmill, I start reading. Um, well, I definitely read books, but I made a promise to myself that I would read the books that um, I'm discussing in the ACB history book discussion group. So um, yesterday I read, um, I read um, um, I read the um, chapters uh, up up past chapter seven into chapter eight. And um, I'm thinking that it would be a good thing for um, people to uh, maybe begin reading. It's probably the first, I want to say, if I can find this again. Um, If I can find this again, because there we go. So the, there's a forward to the original edition by Carl A. Augusto. Myths and taboos. Uh, Myths, taboos, and stereotypes it begins on chapter one, on page one. Five days at Venton is page 14, so that's chapter two. So you can see how short the chapters are. Um, chapter three is Talent Hunt, page 28. Chapter four is the second career of Major Miguel, uh, My- Michael, Michael. Um, and that's 42. Page five, I mean, chapter five is The Facts of Blindness, page 50. Chapter 6 is The Perfect Symbol, 59. Chapter 7, Action is Our Watchword, page 89. And that's where I think that we could um, maybe read up to that, um, uh, up to page chapter 8, which is the language of the fingers, which is on page 102. So if, if you're interested in reading that book, if you can read up to chapter eight and we can begin discussing, there's a whole lot in those uh, chapters, but I think it's, it's a great uh, place to begin and you'll learn so much about uh, so many people, but especially Helen Keller um, in these uh, pages. Like I said, there are 27 chapters. Um, And then if you might want to take a sneak peek on page 601 begins um, the kind of like the appendices, the chronology of events in the history of education. of people who are visually impaired. And um, um, it starts with a timeline of developments in low vision, and that starts on page 
601, then that chronology, um, um, then a summary of legislation begins on 622, dates and events that influenced the development of O&M, page 625, and the index begins on 637. So uh, any comments <clears throat> about that? We actually do have a raised hand, okay. uh, Teresa. Okay, Teresa, welcome. Good, good afternoon. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I might have missed the book number. I did catch the title, Unseen Minority by Francis Kessler. Uh, did you give me? The, did you give out the book number? No, I did not give out. I don't. Board? I don't do very well with those DBs. Uh, okay. But if you just type in the last name K O E S T L E R, the unseen okay. minority. If you type in okay. the unseen minority, you'll you'll find it really fast. Okay. <clears throat> on on Bard and in Bookshare. Okay. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's um, pretty, and yeah, unfortunately, I feel like sometimes, you know, blind individuals as compared with persons with other disabilities that we tend to be the minority. Yeah, we are truly the unseen minority who is also, who is unseen and unseeing. Yes. And and that's that's a, a, a quote from that book. Okay. And then um, what? Well, I, sorry, I, we actually do have. Um, sorry, I wasn't sure if you were done. Uh, yeah, Alan no, is next. Okay, Alan. Yes, I'd like to read the book, The Unseen Minority. Um, I haven't looked at it yet, but I plan on taking a read soon. Good. Yeah. So so download it so you can start it, and then you'll be. If you can read up up until chapter eight, you'll be good to go for next week. Thank you very much. Hello. Thank you, Alan. Thanks for joining. Anyone there else? are currently no raised hands at this time. Okay, so my next uh, thing that I would like to do is to write down. Um, suggestions that people might have of books and let me get myself ready for that before we um so i as as i had said um i had was talking about before um we started the group um i got an email from um, from Lainey Feingold this morning, indicating that she has just come out with her uh, second edition of um, uh, of uh, unstructured negotiations, which she self published this time. And she said she did that because she wanted more control over what was going on with the book and more control over the cost. And she said it is uh, a less expensive book than her um, than her first edition. 
And both editions are available on Bookshare right now. The second edition will be available, she said, in NLS Bard soon. So I was thinking um, uh, that we could talk about some of the books that we might uh, consider reading. Um, So would anyone like to just to let me know what you think about Unstructured Negotiations by uh, Lainey Feingold? Um, If you want to know more. Um, or other books that you would like us to read as a as a part of a history kind of reading <clears throat> and blindness. We have a raised hand. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Noe Hanser. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but you may speak. You mean Nellie? Nellie, oh, yes. Oh, that's Nellie Emerson. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Well, um, I definitely am in in favor of um, um, reading uh, Laney's book, Structured Negotiations. Um, The um, first edition is already on Bard, and I have it on my list of books to read. So um, I think we can learn a lot from that. But also... um, I think um, there's other leaders um, who um, know a lot about um, being um, not seen or oppressed. And uh, one of these um, authors is Brene Brown. And uh, can you spell B R E N E? Uh huh. Brown. Okay, and she, and she has a good book called um, "Rising Strong." Okay, and that's on Bard. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Nelly. Anyone else? We do have some more raised hands. Okay, go ahead. And Beth. Yeah, I think that's good to read the um, the uh, oh the unstructured um, uh, negotiations. I actually was wrong. It is structured negotiations. Sorry. Or, okay. Or structured negotiations. Yeah, I think that's that's good. And the other book that um, by Nellie Emerson that uh, that she mentioned, you know, I think that would be good. Okay. To rise and strong. Have, there you go. Do you have any ideas? Um, no, I, I haven't read a lot of books about um, the history of blind people. I, I wish I, um, I asked them at the library, do you have any books like that? And they're like, well, um, you know, they're very, I don't know, hesitant or whatever you call it, you know, well, I've asked my state library about that. Because there aren't a lot that we know about. And, and my, my plea is that we, that 
someone who's maybe got the impetus and is a writer uh, would write our modern histories and the updates. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. That would be good. Uh Yep. Next we have Matt. Okay, Matt. Okay. Hello. Uh-huh. Hello. Yes. Um, so, um, uh, a few things. Uh, I, I, um, I recommend the Overdrive app to find books that are of interest to you because uh, when I was first looking for books, I went to the New York Times bestseller list, not helpful. Other bestseller list, not helpful. But with Overdrive app, and I'm not sure if it's um, uh, accessible, but Definitely, I can find books of interest to me, and so um, use that with your local library, and you'll find books that are of interest to you. Um, Second question, uh, well, my question is, what what do you hope to achieve by reading these books? I read books for inspiration or for best practices about how to do something I've not done before. Uh So... uh, so I, I'd like to find out uh, what people want to achieve by uh, reading certain books, like uh, like the Unseen Minority uh, book that you mentioned before. Okay, and that's a that's a great discussion. Um, my personal interest in starting this group uh, began because I kept telling my chapter members and other people, you got to read this book. You got to read this book. You got to learn because we don't know where we're going. If we don't know where we've come from, I think to know where you've been is to, and, and not to forget where you've, you've been, where you've come from helps us to know where we're going and understanding how we got to where we are helps us to move forward. And so that's why I, um, two years ago when when we had our first virtual ACB convention, we, um, you know, we we were at a historical time. And so I wanted to encourage people to begin um understanding knowing being interested in in our history and so that's that's why i decided to facilitate to facilitate this group after i retired um i said okay now is the time so in june just before our convention in july um i undertook this this group facilitation and so my reasoning for reading this um, second book again is to understand where we came from so that we can know where we are, not forget where we came from and move ahead in our future. So would anyone else, um, I, I will, will continue. Chanel to has hands. her hand yeah. raised. Go ahead, Chanel. 
Okay, I don't know if it would be very useful to look at our blindness movement in the context of the broader disability movement and how is it different? How have we come farther along uh-huh. maybe than other groups? I don't, I, I have no idea. Um, and I'm trying to think, I can't think of a book off the top of my head, but you know, I could try to think about something this week or remember, but I don't know how useful you find that or if you'd rather just stick with blindness, which I totally understand because on one hand, we want to help and relate with other disability groups because we can go farther. On the other hand, we have very unique challenges and circumstances. So I don't know how you feel about that. If you can find a book, if you can find a book that does that, that'd be awesome. I I think it, it, because because we are very different. Um, we, are. we are different, yet we're not different. Right. And how do we explore that? How do we yeah. use that? How do we use that to understand ourselves better while not putting others down or diminishing the work of the broader disability community at large? Right. I don't know. That's an open-ended question, but uh-huh. I have no idea. <laughs> so anyway, thank you. All right. Yes. Then we have Alan. Alan? Yes, I like to look at also the achievements of the individuals who are blind. Uh, there's quite a number of bi- uh, bibliographies that you can look at, you know, and check out in the library that has different uh, authors that have you know, blind individuals that have achieved something, you know. Even that helps a lot. Uh-huh. Okay, do you, ha- do you have any in mind? I don't have any in mind, but I was looking at the bibliography of Stevie Wonder. I might read that one if I can find it. Okay. And Matt has his hand raised again. Okay. Matt? Hello. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Um, first, uh, I'd like to uh, recommend uh, exercise uh, to help anybody who, um, who wants to think better or to be happy because uh, – uh, there's this book which is sort of unrelated. It's called Spark, um, but it talks about the benefits of movement, physical movement and exercise and sweating and such. It makes you happy, creates endorphins. Um, and secondly, um, I'd like to find out uh, if, if um, two, two topics, employment and personal finance, are important to people in wanting to read books because that's one of the driving forces for myself. Um, I've always wanted to read books to learn how to, to make more money, to do better at work, to find work, etc. And lastly, uh, I'd like to recommend this book, Crashing Through by Robert Kirsten. Uh, it's a great book. How do you spell the last name? The last name is spelled K K U R S O N. Okay, the book got is it. Called Robert Kirsten, uh, he wrote Crashing Through. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thank you. You also had another book you were mentioning about Rebecca. What, what yes. book was um, that? Uh, this book, uh, the book is called Not Fade Away by Rebecca Alexander. And it's a, bibli- um, it's a biography, right? Uh, yes, actually, I believe it's an autobiography. Autobiography, yeah. Cool. And also, uh, uh, now that I think about it, this, this book called uh, Thunderdog 
Uh, oh yeah, by Mike Hinkson. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, and we do have another raised hand. If you're ready, okay. Nelly. Yep, I'm ready. Um, I concur with the uh, um, with the uh, importance of um, employment and finances because that's been um, one of the greatest obstacles for people with vision loss is finding um, permanent employment. Um, the statistics have been um, unchanging for many, many years. About 70% of all people with vision loss are unemployed and many remain permanently unemployed. Many have never been employed. And this needs to change. We've got technology. We've got so many things now that we didn't have before, and yet the numbers are the same. And if people with vision loss cannot um, uh, make progress economically, um, it's always going to be a difficult um, minority to... um, to try to um, elevate. Thank you. And Matt has his hand raised again. Okay. Let me go back to your name, Matt, so I can write in my notes that you're... Okay, go ahead. Matt? You need to unmute. Star six. Oh, sorry. 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 You got it. Um, so uh, about nowadays with um, with internet, I think, and I, I don't personally do this yet, but uh, uh, with YouTube and uh, other what, what they call side hustles, people can make income in using the internet um, by recording podcasts. Uh, there's a podcast, uh, Tell It to the World or something like that. Um, I'm not sure how much the, the person makes with that podcast, but uh, um, uh, they make it with they, they make income with that podcast. And people, there's um, Tommy Edison. He has a YouTube channel. I don't believe it's currently active, but he has had other people with disabilities. Um, on his pot, on his YouTube channel, and uh, there's also um, a podcast called, I believe it's called The Upload. It's about how people create YouTube channels. Um, so uh, use technology uh, is um, is the way to make things better. Thank you. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh huh. Anyone else? I am currently not seeing any raised hands. Okay, so we have several. Um, It's going to take us... I take that back. Teresa has just raised her hand. Teresa? Um, I know people who have read the book um, by Ronnie Millsap called It Was Almost Like a Song and how they were very abusive toward him in the uh, 
Governor Moorhead's goal when he was younger. Of course, you know, hopefully things have gotten better in that particular school. Is it M-I-L-S-A-P? How do you spell his last I think name? That's how you, I think that's how you spell it. Okay. I'll find out. But okay. So, back in the late 70s, I read a book by Rose Resnick, and uh-huh. it was called Sun and Shadow. What, Shadows? Sun and Shadow, S-U-N and Shadow. Sun and Shadow, okay. Yes, and she was from a large family, like eight children. She was the youngest of, or close to the youngest of eight children, and her parents were, uh, I want to say they were Russian immigrants. She was born in in the um, like the 19 teens, mm-hmm. and her father was going to take her to uh, the school for the blind in New York City, New York Institute. And when he saw there were bars on the windows, he told her, "Not for you." And they turned back. She didn't know why. They had turned back until she got older. Wow. I guess it to him that looked like a prison. Uh-huh. You know, not school. All right, and Matt has his hand raised again. Okay, Matt. Hello, hello. Um, I have some ideas for um, creating some income. Now, this is not a lot of income, but it is some income that you can uh, use to invest in mutual funds and such. That will help you um, generate more income. Um, uh, The first is called Fetch. It's an app. I'm not sure how accessible it is, but uh, you do get, um, you scan store receipts and you can get points, which you can then redeem for uh, gift cards, like for Amazon and other stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, um, there, um, there are some uh, brokerages. Um, now, please uh, do your due diligence to uh, research this or ask somebody else uh, close to you um, how how these things work. But brokerages like Robinhood, or I use Fidelity Investments um, to invest. Um, you know, Matt, and you can buy fractions. This, this kind of is going a little bit away from what what we're doing, but you know, anyone can host, anyone can facilitate a call, and maybe you might want to facilitate a call um, addressing these apps and some of these things and maybe co-host with or co-facilitate with someone who um, is blind that might want to um, might want to uh, do, you know, talk about these things. I bet you, you would get a good following. Okay. Um, Thanks. Uh I'll, I'll see. All right. Thank you. Are you, do you have the, um, the community call list? Um, Are you on the community call list? Uh, I believe so. I get uh, a daily email. The da- from- okay, good. So, so at the end, 
if you, well, if you write to community at acb.org, you can let Cindy know that you want to facilitate a group. And um, she can send you the, um, the link to set up a group that either, you know, can be um, placed on you know, a Zoom group or, or streamed or both. So consider what you're saying is very important. And I know a lot of people would love to hear about these apps and about, you know, how blind people do these kinds of things. That would be awesome. So I take it you are, you have a visual impairment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Thank yeah. you. All right. Beth okay. has her hand raised. Beth? I was just going to say there is a financial, uh, I think it's called financial sense. That's about investments and stuff like that, which is a good topic to um, to follow. But Matt can uh, Matt can check it out and and you know he can look it up and check it out. Also, if he hosts and he calls like that, hopefully he'll host on Zoom because Solitate, not yeah. all of us can stream. Right. Right. Not all of us have that capability. Not all of us have that, you know. Oh, Beth, what I'm talking about is that this, the person who's streaming, like for this call, is Larry. So we don't, um, but we have a. Oh, 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 I thought you meant for. I thought you meant no. streaming, like from YouTube or. No, no, no. Yeah. No. So we have the ability. Oh, all right. Cool. We have the ability when we sign up uh, for our groups. To, right, for uh, ACB Radio. Mm-hmm. Right, to ask that it be streamed if possible. Um, and some people don't want their groups streamed. So, yeah. So, that's uh, what that's I'm about. I'm sorry. I thought you, oh, were, no, that's I okay. thought you were talking about streaming on YouTube. And Shoot, not, you I know, can't do that. <laughs> I know. Especially I in some of the rural states, they don't have yeah. that capability, you know? Yeah. And just so you know, we are at the 10 minutes ten before the hour. Yep. Right. Okay, do we have any more uh, suggestions, comments about books, about ideas? Um, Hopefully those of you listening in ACB Media Land, um, maybe you will um, let Cindy know by writing to community at acb.org. And maybe giving some suggestions uh, and then consider joining our Zoom. Um, it's wonderful when we have discussions. So uh, I'd like for this group to be kind of a good-sized group. Um, we have 13 participants um, in this group right now, and that's including me, Larry, and uh, Herbie, who is hosting. So I'd like to get a few more community members involved with these groups to add to discussions. Okay. Debbie has her hand raised. One more suggestion on a book. It's called Atomic Habits. I have that book. (laughs) James Clear. It's a great read. Just a self-motivating 
how to how to be bet how to be how to be the best version of yourself that you can be. James Claire C L E A R correct. Yeah, I have it on Bookshare and um, in on Bard, and yeah. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> You'll love it. You'll love yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's about seven minutes until the hour, and um, if we have no more suggestions, I'm surprised. Larry must be... spoke it's Alt-Y to raise your hand on the PC, Option-Y if you're on the Mac. I was thinking meeting and meeting, but yeah, yeah Option-Y on the P- Mac. Yeah. And Star 9 on the phone, so... So I'm surprised I haven't heard from Larry. He must be otherwise occupied. (laughs) Um, But I would like to thank everyone for joining this call. Um, Really some good suggestions. So we'll uh, read this book and then we'll throw some of the titles out to y'all to figure out which ones you want to read. Maybe we'll even, I'll put out a, 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 a vote or something, um, poll, and uh, um, we'll go with um, the book that we're reading now, The Unseen Minority, A History of Blindness in the United States by Francis A. Kessler, K-O-E-S-T-L-E-R, Copyright 1976 and 2004 by the American Foundation for the Blind. Available on Bookshare and Bard. We are reading the first basically 100 pages, 101 pages, uh, up to Chapter 8. And we'll start discussing that book and people's feedback thoughts, concerns, feelings, ideas uh, next week. Hope to see you all here. And again, thank you so much for Larry Gassman for streaming, for all of you who participated on this call today. And Herbie, thank you for hosting. Appreciate you.